Welcome to Bitch Talk Booze, an interview straight from the heart of the Fillmore District of San Francisco. We are at uh, February's That's What She Said event. It's actually the two-year anniversary of That's What She Said, full of comedy, full of cake, full of cupcakes, full of a lot of shit. Um, but we're here with our very special friends tonight. It's taken a while to get you guys on, but I'm really stoked because your show, Uneasy the Show, hyphen web series. That is, thank you. Thank is you. debuting this month. Yes. We're very excited about that. And we have Vanessa and Samia. Perfect. On the show. Oh my God, I, st- I did so well. So you can do the rest of the interview. Yeah, thank you so much for coming. And we're so excited to talk to you. Give us a little backstory on Uneasy and, and how you guys came together on this project. Yeah. Um, so we met at a party. A grad school party. In, in Oakland. In Oakland. In San Francisco. In San Francisco. San Francisco. Okay. okay. We went to California College of the Arts, and there are two campuses. Oh, CCA. Yep. Yeah. CCA. 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 Right, right. Yeah. And we met at a grad school party where there's uh, free pizza and free cheap wine. And we yes. We, <laughs> I think we kind of met that way, too. We're still unsure how that happened, but Long sure. Friendships happen at that over free beer. Period. Over free things. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. Yes, That's why definitely. we're all there. Yeah. Uh, that was that was definitely one aspect of the the show that I connected with that bo- that whole balling on a budget man you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> yeah yeah uh, okay so you meet at this party and yes. so I had actually graduated at this point um, Vanessa was still in school and apparently we'd met a few years before I had convinced her to go to the school over going to Columbia I have no memories of this oh wow she, she might have been drunk I don't know. <laughs> a little bit. Maybe that was the case. <laughs> anyway, we had a really great conversation that night, and I was just like... She made me cry, actually. She doesn't remember any of this. Seriously? Yeah, you did. I remember. You gave me goosebumps, made me cry. I was like, this is... Oh, my God. Yeah, this is special. I could have started a cult. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I just remember... I do remember us having a very honest, thorough, like, nice conversation. Yeah. And then at the end, I was just like, yo, I'm doing this thing. You want to do it with me? And I was like... What? <laughs> yeah. Again, sounds like our uh, relationship. Yeah, she's the crier, and I'm the doer. Sure. <laughs> okay. That came out wrong. But yes. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Okay. I'm the crier for sure. Carry on. <laughs> I, that was literally it. So you had this much. idea. You had this idea. Yeah. Along. Yeah, she did. And then we discovered we worked pretty well together as yeah. writers, which I I had never done before. I'd never collabed on anything really writing-wise. So it was a new process for me, but super fun. I think that's when we're at our best, this yeah. whole thing. We spent a lot of time just like, well, you know, there's the whole like, let's do a thing, but also let's get to know each other as humans, you know? It helps. It definitely <laughs> helps. So we spent a lot of that first couple of weeks I would say even months, just like hanging out, telling each other's childhood stories and that kind of shit. Which um, ended up shaping a lot of the show. And right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, so a lot of the, I mean, a lot of the topics center around women of being a woman of color, first generation. Both of you are first generation. Um, I don't think if I, I can technically call myself first generation. I came here when I was thirteen. Does that count? <laughs> it's all generational. Yeah. yeah you're. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my dad is from Guatemala and my mom was born in Texas, but my dad definitely came here when he was 27 and yeah. 
part of that whole thing. And um, how long did it take you to, first of all, I mean, I guess you were writing, working, collabing at the same time of getting to know each other, but how long was that whole process? A long time. We've been working on this show for four years. She uh, says four, I think, wait, that's, we met in like 2016, right? 2015. Is it? Is it between your, your crotch is is ringing? <laughs> it's like Pinocchio when he lies, his nose grows. Were you lying right now? Your crotch was beeping. I wish that was a thing. I so wish that was a thing. Hey, maybe that can be on a future episode. Yeah, crotch beep. Possibly. Cross beep. Crotch beep. Yeah. Crotch is ringing. Somewhere between three to four years, I would say. Yeah. It took a long time, man. Doing this kind of stuff takes a really long time. We had a bunch of different crews, you know, who like had to like some of them moved away and like because they couldn't afford the Bay Area anymore, was that sort of thing. So we we've been working with a lot of different people, but now I think this past year, year and a half, maybe we had like a very solid crew who just like, man, they're amazing. Holding yeah. It down. I yeah, definitely. Um, so what was what were your hopes for this series? I mean, obviously to get it done, but um, well, what what where do you want it to go? And then we'll dive a little deeper into the episodes. Spoiler alert! But sure. where where do you want it to go? I would love to be able to make significantly more of this with more money. So if more money Netflix helps. is listening to me. <laughs> I would appreciate some Netflix money. I'll take Amazon I too. I hear they're just throwing it out. I, I HBO just, wants to give me money. Hulu, Hulu money. Hulu. 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 Take that Amazon HBO money. money. Basically. YouTube TV. YouTube just TV money. money. All the monies, you know. So, basically, that's my goal. I would love to make this with a much larger budget. Yeah, we have major plans for season two, and I don't know if yeah, it just gets better as the season one progresses, like the quality of the of the episodes and just like yeah, it's just with, that's honestly with any show, right? I mean, you watch anything, you're like okay, first episode, and they're like okay, second, and then it's just like yes, I'm in, I'm invested now, yeah. which that's how I felt about this show. Yeah. Um, I mean, I totally identify. I don't know if we want to talk about what we identify with. There are multiple things that I identify with, especially the guy from the mission in the line <laughs> for uh, Bake Sale Buddies uh, yeah. chicken sandwich. Yes. Can we talk more about that? Because I would have just taken his fucking money and <laughs> run. Yeah, she's pushed people into the street. Really? I mean, it gets, it gets, yeah, it gets. Diabolical. <laughs> hey, if you're not paying attention and not looking up from your phone, sorry. No. The sandwiches are precious. I can't blame you. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever got? Have you guys ever had a bake sale Betty sandwich? Yes. Yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. There's yeah. a reason. There's a line, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know that day we actually were filming there when we turned up. There was another camera crew there from the Food Network, so the line was especially. Oh, <laughs> well, that just made for the story then. Exactly. Yeah. It yeah. Talking about what's happening in real time. Right. Yeah. That actually happens with a lot of our episodes. I. Yeah. Can you talk more about that? Hmm? Can you talk more about that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, it was cool. Like, I. The third episode was basically about how when I first moved to the Bay, I didn't feel like I had a lot of black friends, and I was like, dude, I need black friends. You know, especially like. I would walk around the lake and see all these African women picnicking, and I'd be like, oh man, did I not get my invitation? <laughs> How dare you? I'm one of you too, come on. And I feel like when we were filming that episode, it was just really interesting and cool to see like 
all the African women on my set, all the black women, and how they were meeting and like to feel excluded but included. It was very cool. Yeah, yeah. I love. Uh, I read something on. Uh, it was a, the seed and spark. Uh, when you were talking about the description, I, I really loved it. It says, in the current political climate, the ownership of our identities is imperative. Uh, I, I just, I, I really love that. Just like taking ownership of our culture and, and not being ashamed of it and really, really owning it and harnessing that, that power instead of trying to mold into what you think you need to be in order to make it. Yeah, it's, it's really tricky, especially for me. So I had parents that didn't want to speak, uh, didn't want to teach us Spanish at all. They spoke it in the home, and so I understand it, you know. And, but they had such a hard time, even though my mom was born in Texas, like her family had just immigrated, and so uh, she, you know, English uh, was her second language. They had a hard time learning English, um, and so they didn't want us to go through that. And so just like it was just English in the home. And so, like, I'm yeah. kind of ridiculed today for not speaking Spanish, which I, at this point is probably my fault, it is. But I mean, you know, it's that whole, like, you're not Latinx enough, you're whatever. Not really, not yeah. Really, like, what you know, I, yeah, it's, so it's taking ownership over that too, and, and being, I don't know, it's, it's, it's complicated. <laughs> it's very complicated. I'm sorry, what? I was just saying it's very complicated. Yeah, well, and the, the whole idea of, you wanting to live your life as an artist and, and really make it in, in, in a fulfilling way for you, but your parents having another idea of success and, oh, and yes. you feeling that pressure and, and trying to meet them in the middle somehow because you want to make them proud too. Like it just, yeah. I've never struggled with that ever. <laughs> <laughs> Were you really a poetry I, yeah, major? I think yes. we need to have one of these talks with you where you make us cry and you, and you, uh, you light a fire under our asses. Can you help? What are you doing later today? Um, yeah, I've been scheduling in for a therapy session. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm available. She's great nice. at it. She's great at it. Yeah. Can we talk about, because we've had to do it ourselves, but talking about trying to fund this and also yes. trying to raise money when oh, yeah. you really don't want to do it. And, and, and when no one you know has money, so you're like, I'm asking people that I know don't have money for know. money, you know, it's and tough. it just... Yeah. It's really tough. I mean, the first week or two of the fundraiser, I really did feel like a pusher. Like, every single family member I knew, like, I called family in England, my husband's family in England, and I was, I felt that was the most awkward for me, because it was like, it's touchy, you're British. <laughs> Does that have something to do with it, or you can't ask for money if you're British? Is that what well, you're saying? No, I don't even, you know, like in America, like we have a very like crowdfundy kind of culture. Oh, yes. Everything's crowdfunded. Exactly. Which is embarrassing. It's a little embarrassing. It's uh, a little. Potato salad. Do you remember that? Does anyone remember the, the potato? Or potato salad. Excuse me? Yeah. Anyway, we'll we should talk about that later. Off mic. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, in yeah. England, they don't have a culture of like, hey, I'm making this thing, I'm a genius, you should give me money. Yeah, they just don't have that. Not that I'm saying I'm a genius, but you have to really sell people. Yeah, everybody, everywhere is crowdfunding. You can do it on Facebook now. It's just like so overwhelming. It's like everyone's asking for money for something yeah. all the time. It's like what makes this project worthy. It's like really, you have to, you really have to, yeah. really have to sell it. Yeah. I can't remember, did you guys meet your goal or exceed your goal? We did exceed our oh, goal. Doesn't that feel good? Oh my yeah. god, it felt amazing. <laughs> that was, I cried, I was at a bar. Yeah. I cried. I did. Of course you cried, that's a given. I did so much <laughs> in me. that moment. 
There was a dance. There was poetry writing. <laughs> there was looking at a sunset really fondly. There was all sorts of stuff involved. <laughs> Um, just at a bar. That's all I was doing. Uh, <laughs> we should hang out. We should hang out more often. Yeah, it's basically our setting. I'm down. I'm down. Cool. <laughs> um, I guess one more question I have, and I'll give you one more, and then we can start wrapping up. But what, how important was it for you to film in Oakland? How difficult you say? How um, important was it? Very, 100. Um, I feel like I came into my, I came into adulthood as a woman in Oakland. Oh. I lived, I've lived there for such a, it doesn't feel like a long time, but that's all of my adult life, you know. When I moved to the Bay Area, I was 20. You're a baby. I was a baby. Yeah. I'm 27 now. Yeah. And all of, yeah. yeah. I think I was 19. And all of those years I've spent in Oakland, that place shaped me. My understanding of like community, neighborliness, you know. Um, what I wanted to be as a human, as an artist, it all came out of that place. So yeah, it was very important. There's a there's a show on TV. I don't know if it's still going on called Two Broke Girls. Yes. I don't know if you guys and I tried to watch it once and I it made me angry. I was like, <laughs> this is horrible. I don't. Yeah. And, and so when I saw when I saw uh, one of your taglines is like, oh, your two favorite broke brown girls. I was like, yeah, see that these stories are the ones I relate to. And these, and these stories are what I expected to see when I was watching a show called Two Broke Girls. So thank you for uh, for really making something relatable thank and you. but also like showing the humanity in it and like there is an in between. You don't have to be one or the other. It's just we're all oceans and layers of. Of, of stories and so thank you for Can the representation. that for a tagline? Yes. Yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> Which part of it? And then, <laughs> and then we put it on everything. <laughs> Just give me a starring role and we'll call it even. Yeah. Done. If you need and podcasters in right, one so. of your episodes, we, we can be your podcasters. We'll sit in. <laughs> yeah, we'll be like uh, the girls that are always at the free parties. Like, oh, there's free Oh, free oh there's food. We're oh. in the background. Yes. Eating, you guys, eating. I'm writing as we're cur- you're currently speaking. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, we're I'm in. <laughs> they could just always be in the background. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Just let us know when we need to be there. I need to get on a treadmill, but just let me know. Give me a couple months. It's fine. I'll get Spanx. It's totally cool. Um, where can everyone find you guys? I'm on the internet. <laughs> okay, or at your local coffee shop. I don't know. At a bar, usually. We know where to find you. Vanessa, yeah. But you can find the show at Uneasy the Show. Um, on all our social media handles that's Twitter Facebook and Instagram and you're, and you're premiering at the Parkway yes yeah let's talk about that at the new Parkway <laughs> there's going to be a DJ there will be a DJ there is going to be a DJ don't. and there's going to actually be music from the show the DJ will be spinning that I really did love the music and I loved the artwork on every show, the yeah, yeah the animation. Brandon did that. That's I loved it with the Bart yeah. train and the peaches and the tampons. Let's talk about the tampons. <laughs> listen, listen. Like, don't get me started in a horror about how they shouldn't tax tampons. How they shouldn't tax? They shouldn't tax it. <sighs> also, they should just be free. They should yeah. be really free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a whole other show. Yes. 
<laughs> I mean, that's the sort of things that matter, like when you're broke, you know? Yeah, and well, toilet paper. And toilet paper. Girl, I still do that, and I'm old. But I don't care. If they're just, if the toilet paper's out, I'm going to take a roll for the road, because you never listen, know. Listen, do you know what got me through grad school? <laughs> toilet paper from Starbucks and, like, ketchup packets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid. Packets. I'm afraid how those go together, but... <laughs> No. Starbucks don't come after me for that. I actually I loved that you just named it and you're like, I took them from Starbucks. Why do you think I keep going to Starbucks? I'm like, fuck the man. Yeah. Yeah. Vanessa and Samia, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. And congratulations, really. So, such a job well done. Thank you. Bitch, please. <laughs>